You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On this episode of the OFNT podcast, I cover some iPhone 12 release rumors and more. Signal, Messenger, and Huawei have new features with Huawei's new feature called Radical. TikTok allows violations of its own policies, and Apple may bundle some services. I cover a little tech I'm using, have some scant entertainment news, and wrap it all up with a wee rant. Can I have some music, please? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer. I hope this finds you well, and you're having a great week. Politics. You can stick a fork in the New York Times and Twitter. After publishing an op-ed from Senator Tom Cotton, a Republican from Arkansas, a revolt amongst the, and I use the term lightly, reporters from the newspaper resulted in an apology from the publisher. The publisher claimed the op-ed was rushed and didn't follow the guidelines his rag has implemented. Really? This newspaper has run op-eds from Al-Qaeda and the Taliban, along with some other unsavory characters. Just recently, they ran one which I talked about in the last episode, which was anti-military. That particular one was run on Memorial Day. Whatever happened to printing different viewpoints for discussion? I guess doesn't matter now. Okay, I get it. It has to be a certain kind of viewpoint. That's all that's allowed. Now let's move on to Twitter. Twitter seems to censor all non-left-leaning tweets, all the ones they can find, and deletes tweets it considers, quote, inciting violence, including the president's. Yet, if you are towing the company's ideological line, you are allowed to threaten away. People really need to wake up because the woke are still sleeping. They just don't know it yet. 
tech news. iPhone 12 launched delayed to quarter four per major Apple supplier. This is from the article posted by 9to5Mac.com. The CEO of Broadcom, one of Apple's major suppliers for hardware like iPhone Wi-Fi chips, has shared that it expects Apple's iPhone 12 lineup to see a delay from the traditional September timeframe to quarter four. Adding more weight to the idea that it will be October before Apple launches this year's iPhone. Well, who didn't see this coming? If you can't remember, iPhones used to be an October thing, so it's just like going back to normal, if you ask me. Continuing with 9to5Mac, Signal can automatically blur faces in photos for use in any app, reads the headline. From the article, the secure messaging app Signal has been updated with a new feature which can automatically blur faces. The feature has been added at a time when the response to peaceful protests hasn't always been peaceful in return. Yeah. The UK-based author is obviously confusing peaceful demonstrating and rioting. It occurs to me that looting and arson are a tad different than protesting, but hey, whatever proves to your readership that you are woke. If you didn't know, Signal is the favorite means of communication of Antifa, that peaceful communist organization. I'm sure they will just love this new feature. I use an love Signal, but have found myself using Telegram more lately. If only that app would include a video chat capability, one that doesn't overheat your phone like Signal does. Next up, forget Google. Millions of Huawei users to get this radical new update. This headline came from Forbes.com. Now, I'm not even going to bother to read you this garbage excuse of an article, but let's just say the headline is a little bit misleading. In order to get this, quote, radical new feature, you have to buy the Honor 4 Pro. The headline makes you believe this would be a software update for existing owners. What is this earth-shattering new radical feature? Well, it's an infrared temperature sensor. Kind of a letdown, if you ask me. I think that calling it radical is uh, a little bit overstepping. He also goes into detail about how Huawei is battling the mean old U.S. government-imposed sanctions and laments the resulting loss of Google services and U.S. technology-based chips. I wonder how much it costs Huawei's public relations department to get this article to be written and printed in a prestigious publication like Forbes. I bet it didn't come cheap. At the end of the article, the author discloses that he owns a company called Digital Barriers. The company provides a networked heat detection camera that can detect people in busy locations with elevated temperatures. Can a nice, fat, technology-transferring contract from a Chinese company be coming in the near future? Will this be the cost of what is just a blatant propaganda piece disguising itself as a news article? Expect more articles like this one in the coming months as Huawei feels the heat from the sanctions. Again, read entire articles and take a step back. Look for agendas when getting your news. The social app TikTok is full of so-called boogaloo videos, even though it prohibits content from dangerous individuals and organizations. This headline is from MediaMatters.com. 
Boogaloo is a term used to describe a second civil war in this country. The article attributes most of the TikTok videos to, you got it, white nationalists. Of course it would. But the majority of videos and postings I have seen on this topic is coming primarily from Antifa. TikTok is Chinese-owned, and they don't care who starts a second civil war in this country. Left or right is a win-win situation for the CCP. Now, this is just some advice from me to all you youngsters out there. Try and procure a job that can be done from home. I think this is the area that will see the most job growth in the coming new normal economy. It makes sense for the employer because the company can reduce overhead expenses and the employee benefits by gaining a flexible work schedule and insulation from future pandemics and other catastrophic events. Next, Apple to launch discounted services bundle, iOS code reveals, is the headline of an article from thestreet.com. From the article, Apple is planning to launch a services bundle soon, according to a beta version of an upcoming iOS release. Apple reportedly began negotiating with publishers and music labels over the details of a potential subscription bundle which could wrap together Apple Music, Apple TV+, and Apple News+, or some other combination of services with a discounted price. Okay, the key here is Apple News Plus, which so far has been a flop. And I think they're trying to prop it up. I'm all for bundles that would save me money, but I would like to be able to choose what services are contained in that bundle. I know I definitely wouldn't want Apple News and its magazine service. I don't read any of the uh, available magazines that would be included with the service, and I'm not a fan of the limited curated news I get for free with Apple News currently, so this doesn't appeal to me. Again, this whole thing seems to be a way to prop up the failed Apple News Plus service. Why else would they offer a discounted bundle when they could make more money just keeping them separate like they are right now? The tech news feed this week is the lightest I've ever witnessed. Hopefully things will pick up when these lockdowns fully ease. Tech I'm using. You know, I can't remember the last time I bought a book that was printed on paper. Since the early 2000s, I've been digital. I made the switch upon seeing a co-worker's first-generation Kindle. You know, the one with a physical keypad and AT&T's 3G WhisperNet included for free. Well, I couldn't afford the first-generation Kindle, so I purchased a Sony Digital Reader. It was a James Bond special edition as I was on my Ian Fleming kick at the time. Six free e-books were included with the purchase, and all choices were top-tier. The hardware was beautiful with a all-metal body, and that compared to the plastic body of the Kindle. If I'm remembering correctly, the screen on the Sony was superior to the Kindle's also. Every month, Sony gave you a free ebook, which again was from a bestseller list. There were two things that the Sony lacked that the Kindle featured. No Wi-Fi or 3G network. You had to connect your reader to a computer to download ebooks, and that was a hassle. 
Another disadvantage was that the Kindle had a better selection of books and the cost of them was slightly lower than the Sony. I stuck by the Sony reader as long as I could until I got an email which advised me that the Sony Digital Bookstore was closing and they were recommending moving to Kobo for my future reading needs. I'd never heard of Kobo, so I just started rereading some of my purchased books. As luck would have it, shortly thereafter, Amazon greatly discounted the cost of the first-generation Kindle, so I snapped one up and have never looked back. Since the original Kindle, I've had two paperwhite Kindles and, of course, my current Kindle Voyager. I like it a lot, but I miss having that 3G feature. That adds like $100 onto the, co the basic cost of, of the Kindle, so I didn't go for it. If the Kindle Oasis ever comes down in price, I'll probably wind up buying one of those. Entertainment News it's strangely quiet on the entertainment news feed this week. Some show series are running out of episodes due to the pandemic, and we have the regular posturing of celebrities with a shift from COVID-19 to race relations, as can be expected from those self-serving people. I was running out of things to watch, so I decided to use the streaming service Tubi to rewatch some older movies. One of these movies was Ronin, possibly Robert De Niro's last good movie in a leading role. It's a throwback to the great spy thrillers of the 1960s. Much better than The Irishman, which he seems to have been sleepwalking through. Another movie I watched on Tubi was The International, starring Clive Owen and Naomi Watts. When this movie hit the cable TV movie channels... It was the first time I saw Ms. Watts in high definition, and boy, she looked terrible. Speaking of Clive Owen, what has happened to him? He seemed to be on the cusp of being a leading action hero. There were even rumors of him becoming the next actor to portray James Bond. Now he's like doing nothing but small movies and some cable television series. Tubi is a service that uh, started off independently but was bought by Fox, and as I've said before, I hope it doesn't get ruined like Sony's Crackle, which used to be a pretty good service. Unlike Crackle, Tubi averages two very short commercial breaks during the movies it shows. Check the service out if you want to watch some movies that aren't brand new. Podcast news from InsideRadio.com comes the headline PodTrack, iHeart now in firm control of first place. From the article, the iHeart Podcast Network remained the top podcast publisher in May, according to PodTrack. It says iHeart not only had a larger U.S. reach than any other publisher it tracks, but last month it also had more streams and downloads than any other company. You know, I don't recall ever listening to a podcast using iHeart. I don't even know if my podcast is available on that service. I know from the analytics from this podcast, none of my listeners have ever used iHeart to consume it. I guess I'm missing something, like an audience. Also from InsideRadio.com, Apple is slowly getting into podcast creation. 
The Zane Lowe interview series was just launched with Apple Planning Companion Podcast for its Apple TV Plus shows. Well, the sleeping giant seems to be awakening. Podnews.net is reporting that a Canadian study shows that many Joe Rogan fans will stop listening. According to the study, 23% of listeners will stop listening while 18% will listen less often than they do now. 43% will continue listening at the same frequency while 18% say they will listen more. We'll see how this study translates to when Mr. Rogan makes the move to Spotify. I think that's in September. Of course, he'll see some sort of drop-off in listeners. Not everybody has or wants Spotify as their main streaming service. Rain News has an article which cites Edison Research's list of top 10 podcasts. What I can see is that there is only one independent podcast on that list, and that's the Joe Rogan Experience. All the others are part of some large organization. The independents are sadly shut out. Once Rogan becomes exclusive to Spotify, I don't even think I'd consider JRE a podcast any longer. Well, that's going to do it for podcast news. Not much, but that's just the way it is in these troubling times. Well, it's that time for my wee little rant this week. You know, I've noticed more and more websites that detect if you're using an ad blocker. They let you read up to like a paragraph of an article, and then you get a pop-up that asks you to whitelist the site so they can show you some ads. Well, if your ads weren't so in-your-face and annoying, people wouldn't have to install ad blockers. Why can you understand that? Now, I understand that's how sites generate income, and it allows them to stay free of a paywall, but maybe put some standards on the format of the ads you run. Some sites get around the ad blocker and still show ads, but the ad itself is passive and not in your face. If I go to a site which doesn't allow me to block ads, I just go to another site for the same information. Most articles are based on other articles anyway, so there are plenty of alternatives to find out what you're looking for. Just saying. Well, there's the music playing. Episode 32, yes, 32, is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it and also hope you found it worthwhile. Thanks for listening. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you are so inclined. You can tell me how much I suck and suggest how I can improve this excuse of a show. I'd love hearing from you, really. And you can also find me at Twitter on at OFNTPodcast. So be safe and I'll see you next week. Remember... Don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, here's just a plain old get off my lawn. See you guys next time. I'm out.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.